you have just entered the Katie Ma podcast, keyboard plus mouse or die. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode, what are we, 45 now? 45. Goodness, Where's squarely John? middle-aged. <laughs> Where's John? Where's Where Scott? They? Where's everybody? I don't know. I'm so lost right now. This is the best secondary cast we're ever going to do. None of us are famous. Yeah, Not I know. a single one of us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Some You've of been us... in several films. <laughs> Some of us have uh, <laughs> videos embedded into Tribes Ascend, so, I mean. Yeah, and 600k view muffler car videos. That is true. That is true. God. Why didn't I start Do with Do you muffler? not fit in anywhere, Brandon? Oh, so as you can hear, we have me, Dan, Brandon, and Alex. Dan and And Brandon and me. Yeah, I'm two people. (laughs) Um, You hate the fans so much. You just split into two people to hate them (laughs) even more. Scott is at a machinima party at E3. Nick Fenton is on his way back to the lowly confines of Minnesota. And John is also at E3, doing E3 things. Um, Hopefully getting us cool here. podcast guests for the future. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, probably drunk as hell right now. Yeah, probably super hammered. Um, <laughs> so I've actually, we'll, we'll get to what we've been playing here. I've actually uh, actually been quite the variety this week. But what have you been playing, Alex? Well, um, Max Payne 3. I bought Max Payne 3. Uh, I enjoyed it for the most part. I think I'm going to... Did you finish it? I finished it, yeah. It's, uh, it's a good length. Um, I think I'm going to do a write-up for KB Mod, so I won't go into too further detail. Nice. But uh, I, I, I didn't actually get the pre-order when it was on. I got it when there was a bunch of DLC um, mm-hmm. stuff. That's when I pre-ordered it. But, you know, Steam being the, the nice, kind, old Gabe gentleman that it is... Gave me L.A. Noir for for free with the game, even though I didn't order it at the perfect time. And so I've been playing L.A. Noir, and uh, it's not that bad. I've heard mixed reviews, and they're either either it's a pretty fun game, pretty good game, or it's horrendously bad. That's well, a, the there's thing no is, like I, yeah, it was okay. That's the thing. If like, you want to go on and play like a like a video game, like what we think of video games, you want to go kill things. Like, do not sit down and play L.A. Noir. You have to be in the right mood for it. But I was in the mood where I just played Max Payne 3 and I was, like, diving into rooms and, like, shooting people and then, like, eight sets of my kids were killed and, like, it was just a horrible <laughs> experience. So I was just, like, after this experience of, like, bullet time and shoot dodge, I just need to have a nice relaxing game where I look at dead bodies and try to figure out who killed them. You know, very relaxing experience. <laughs> so I've been playing... Relaxing forensics. Yeah. And the game doesn't suffer. I know it's locked at 30 frames per second on the PC, which is silly. But I don't think the game suffers because, like I said, it's not it's not a yeah, shooter. There's too many crazy actions. No, I mean, like, the most movement you do is chasing people and you're on foot. So <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if the game couldn't couldn't hold up with you chasing people, they would be in trouble. But so I've been playing that. And um, I think that's it. That's it for last week. Well, Max Payne, I've heard, is pretty good length. So well, you got Diablo, too, didn't you? Oh, yes. Brandon talked me. I was like, Brandon, should I get it? Really, I wanted it, but I needed someone else to tell me that I should get it. And then Brandon told me that I should get it. 
And I'm kind of pissed off with Nightmare. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, just 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 wait. I know. That's why like, I'm like, I'm playing on Nightmare and like I'm having trouble with these imps, these chain imps that gang together and I feel bullied and I don't want to play it. And <laughs> I don't want to play because I want to get to hell to play with everyone. But then I'm, I'm like, well, I'm just going to get to hell and they're just going to be worse. Why would I do this? They are nerfing the worst packs, though. They are nerfing the worst packs. All right. The, anything with invulnerable. I think they're actually going to get rid of invulnerable. Or at least make it so that certain other combos can't happen with invulnerable. Yeah, I, I noticed that, in, uh, in I'm playing ugh. through hell right now. And uh, it's it's just... Like, some of those combinations are just mortifying. Like, you come up on them, and I think one of the worst was, like, uh, like the ones with invulnerable, and uh, and he's just, what am I thinking of? Like, the like a champion that has three invulnerable mobs, so you just have to kill him, and then they die. Just, just mm-hmm. incredibly difficult. I mean, basically just, like, zerging after death <laughs> constantly. Well, the... There are there are packs out there and they're very rare because I've had the two thirds of this I've had on hell before, uh, vampiric invulnerable damage reflect, <laughs> which <laughs> you're doing a quarter damage for one thing because damage reflect, and all the mobs are invulnerable, and they're vampiric so they regen so they regen faster you can damage them most of the time. Yeah, luckily well, I so, haven't had those. Those those packs, uh, I had to chain die to get the little orb things to open the temple, like in <laughs> Act One. I just chain died past the guy because I was like, "There's nothing I could do." <laughs> this is interesting so, though, because I had never played a Diablo game before, so I don't really know what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. when I got to Nightmare, for some reason, like I was just I was dying like a lot, and I thought this is ridiculous. I don't need to be dying this early in the game, and I had to go to the auction house. And buy weapons because the drops that I got in my normal playthrough just were not transitioning over well at all. And if I hadn't gone to the auction house, I think I would not be able to play the game right now. I would just be dying. So that yeah. that opens like a huge discussion in like what Diablo is now. But I thought that was a really weird thing that I had to s- not play the game, use a feature yeah. in the game to continue playing the game, or else I'd just be done. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked well, about that a little bit last week, but I actually. Like, I noticed the same thing. I, I spent a lot of my, well, basically my whole first playthrough on normal, and then really a lot of Nightmare just, you know, just using the drops that I had gotten and that other people had given me, and not really not really using the auction house to buy things. I was just selling things occasionally. And I noticed, I felt like I was underpowered. And then so I go to the auction house, and lo and behold, there's these super cheap items that ha- like weapons that have way more DPS than what I was using, and it literally changed the game because I was. I mean, yeah. my, your your power yeah. just goes up so much with that stuff. So I agree. It's like you you basically can't get around using the auction house. You kind of have to scout it to try and find good deals because otherwise you'll you'll find an item at level twenty that you'll use until fifty. And I know because yeah. I had one. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I think part of that and, like, I could, I don't know, like, part of the reason I'm playing hardcore is because normal has, like, lost its luster for me, whereas normal is pretty much all I played in Diablo 2, because I enjoyed the farming aspect of it, but there is no farming aspect, like, anymore because of the auction house, which kind of sucks, like, that was the, that's what I really enjoyed, but 
you can do it in hardcore. You have to do it in hardcore. You have to farm um, at least a little bit. So it's unless you're playing with other people, you have to farm. But I'm playing solo right now. Um, but I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't can't get into softcore. I have to play hardcore now. Uh, and I think the auction house is part of it because I can't just go do my like boss runs and stuff, which is what I want to do. Like that's that's what's fun—the thrill of getting an item. But you hardly ever get them now. Yeah. So that that huge part of the game is gone, which sucks. But, uh, yeah. So I could go off on that for <laughs> days. But, uh, also. So what have you been playing, Brandon? So D- Diablo three, obviously. Yeah. Um. Well, so I was I was sick towards the end of this week and had a harrowing adventure just trying to get home without dying. Um, but finally got home on Friday morning. And, uh, and so I felt, uh, didn't feel great, but, but obviously that didn't stop me from gaming. Uh, cause you know, you can do that even when you're feeling under the weather. Uh, so I did play, uh, really just Diablo and, and tribes, I guess. Um, I saw the, the new humble bundle came out and so I, I bought it. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I didn't play any of those games. I, I stuck to stuck to what I've been playing before. So yeah, Brandon, just... Brandon's been playing Turlet Commander. <laughs> Turlet Commander. Yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah, that's uh, game. That, that's definitely it's been, That's been on the menu more than I would have liked. But... <laughs> it's a it's a first person messy shooter. <laughs> uh, very realistic, unfortunately. In the realm of Toe Jam and Earl. That's a game for you, a blast from the past. God. Toe Jam and Earl. I love um, Toe Jam and Earl. That was a great game. I think game, I actually dude. own it on Steam. No way. I think I do. That's awesome. I own Sega Classics for sure. At some point, I actually like have this as a reminder because I don't want to forget the idea. At some point, like I wanted to do a YouTube video or like a series of videos playing some old Sega yeah. games. That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I'd may, watch the shit out of that. I may do that. Get like play Pit Fighter. Get like some die some on the first the level. Dolphin, quit. Some Sonic. <laughs> some Toe Jam and Earl. God, Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> what a game that and Earthworm Jim. Oh man, you're you're bringing me back. You're bringing <laughs> me back. So anyway, so that's yeah, that's that's pretty much all I played. Didn't didn't venture so, out much this weekend. So to tie into, uh, I've obviously been playing Diablo three, of course. Been playing hardcore. I'm in Nightmare now in hardcore, which is a stressful experience. I feel like the more, like the further you get in hardcore, it's just going to be a bigger fall when it happens. Oh no, that's exactly what happens because the further, the longer the character lives, the more attached you get. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds stupid, but you're like, I've invested all this stuff into this this character now, and. uh the veteran hardcore players like don't get that like they still get pissed when they die but they like when you first start it's like you're like yeah i'm building this character this is awesome (laughs) but i have gotten luckier with drops than almost i think i got like 30 rares during my live stream the other night like it was insane yeah i was getting i got four yellows off diablo like it, it was crazy so and you were saying that hardcore doesn't have like better drops or increased drop percentage compared to regular? No, it doesn't. I've just been insanely lucky. Wow. See, I, insanely I could, lucky I could on maybe get on board with hardcore if there was more incentive, you know, like the loot was well, better or something. I'll tell you this, the auction house is cheap as hell on hardcore. Well, it's pretty cheap on regular too. No, like it's really cheap. Like I uh I upgraded my shield and uh sword. 
the beginning of Act 2, and I was still using them in uh, Nightmare because they were so overpowered. I was one-shotting everything <laughs> like through to Act 3, but I felt unkillable for a while. Until I got to Act 4, I felt pretty much unkillable. That's a dangerous but, feeling. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't lose health. I'd just never lose health. Getting drunk like with was, power, Dan. I know. And then I got to Act 1 Nightmare, and I had to kite. I fought two packs of champion packs. One was the big fat guys that explode, <laughs> and one was the mothers who belch out more people. And I was just kiting them around a tree. like <laughs> This is like right at the beginning of Act 1. For like it took a good twenty minutes to kill the packs because if I let the big guys get near me, they just took me way down in health. Um, but I've been playing that obviously, and I did purchase the humble bundle, which I wanted to talk about because there's still I think another week on it. I think it might even be longer than that, but it is hands down the best humble bundle. Hands down. Seen. If you guys, if either, well, I don't know. Did you buy it, Alex, or did you have most of those games? Oh, uh, I didn't buy it. I'm not sure if I will. It would basically just be buying it for Bastion. That's really the only game I haven't played from the. I bundle. was gonna say, yeah, you, I knew you had Limbo. I think a while I bought ba- So I bought Bastion. I think for five or ten dollars by itself. But I and I own Amnesia yeah. too. But I don't own the other three. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't not buy this. Like I have to. Yeah. I want to support it. And I don't own three of the games, so I just I, bought it. I owned Bastion, and that was it. But I felt like I owned Amnesia, because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many people play through it. But um, I had to, do because I've actually, I haven't played Super Brothers yet, but I've heard Super Brothers is awesome. Like, really, really awesome. So I want to play that. And then uh, I did play through the first hour and a half of Limbo, either I'm, I'm like three quarters of the way through the game, I think. Um, maybe not even that, but the puzzles get exponentially harder in Limbo. Yeah. But what a game! But if you also what the cool thing about game. the bundle too is if you're if you're a big video game nerd or just a fan of music, that all the soundtracks are included. And I know Bastion and Limbo are known mm-hmm. for their music. And Amnesia, yeah, yeah. I don't know about music, but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure there's some attached to it. And the ambiance of that game is also what makes it what it is. So there's some like quality art in that humble bundle. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard that all those soundtracks are like really good. No, Bastion's literally an album you can just like pop in the car and listen, like burn it to a CD, pop in the car and listen to it. Like <laughs> it's that good. Um, there's another game I got from another Humble Bundle when we're on well, we're on the subject of music called Night Sky. And it's a puzzler where you play as a ball. And it's like a physics puzzler. Um, just a side-scroller. But the music in it is phenomenal. It's so good. Um, oh, and Psychonauts. It's the other game. It, an all-time classic, actually. Um, it's like a uh, platformer slash adventure game. But obviously by the Double Fine guys, Tim Schafer. So it's wacky. You know, um, but if if you had bought all these games at retail price, it's like a hundred and ten bucks, <laughs> which normally these bundles are like maybe it's like four ten dollar games, something like that. But uh, these are a bunch of full releases. If you don't get this, if you don't own these games, you should definitely get them. <laughs> like if you're only missing one, all right, I can understand that. But yeah, definitely go get it. So. Uh, and I played Bastion, of course, uh, which I had already played through the first few hours of Bastion, but I played it on the stream, on uh, our stream Monday, The Grind, on the KV Mod channel, and uh, 
it was uh it it was a ton of fun. I got further than it ever been. Uh but everyone was raving. I had the music turned up really loud and XSplit so people could hear it. <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, if you uh, if you that. don't own if you don't own this Hummel bundle, uh like you I mean, this is this is by far the best one so far and I would say this is definitely a good buy, like if you're maybe newer to PC gaming and you don't have oh, a massive yeah. Steam library to play through, like I do. I have I have games, like I bought this Humble Bundle full well knowing I probably will not get to some of these games for, wow, for a while. Wow, okay, we ever. get it. You're rich, Brandon. Jesus. No, no, no. It's not, no, it's not even about, it's not about being rich. It's about, it's about like basically taking advantage of all the Steam sales and buying games that I like that I hope I'll get to. But anyway, my point is, if you're maybe newer to PC gaming and you don't have a lot of games in your Steam library, this is like the best, the best way you can start kind of building a library of really good games. Because um, all you have to do to get Bastion is pay more than the average price, which is seven currently bucks, like seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven eighty six. So basically, it's eight bucks or more to get Bastion, um, and a lot and of times they'll end up adding extra games to the bundle yeah. too so that's not out of the question either and you get that game free even if you purchased it before they added it yeah so i would say i mean this is this is just such a good deal the I, like the humble bundle is probably the best thing in pc gaming there there really is nothing better they've raised 3.1 million dollars um it's just <laughs> this one's killing it yeah it's incredible so but um the other thing with humble indie sorry is you can choose where your money goes so let's say you did choose to donate 20 you can choose to put like 18 towards charity and like one towards the developers and one towards the humble bundle guys so that's a cool thing about it go ahead sorry no no no. i was i was done but um oh and if you're still on the fence bastion was nominated for game of the year at the 2011 kb mod awards so and two other awards did it win? Did it was it nominated? It didn't win any. It was nominated for three. It was nominated. And you know uh, that we are if IGN is over here, imagine where here is. And that's <laughs> shit. KB Mod is over there. And that's quality. So you know Bastion's gotta be good. It was it was up for Game of the Year, Best Story, and Best Indie. So it was actually for Game of the Year. So it was ahead it was against uh No, we don't know who voted for it. We still don't. <laughs> I like how those ballots, like, it, there's only several of us, and we still don't know who it was. It's like Dan could literally go ask for story. in a matter story of Story and Indy, I voted for it. Over. But Minecraft won Indy, and Arkham City won Story. But uh, those, are, those are two strong, strong entrants as well. Yeah, but regardless, little, little super giant games <laughs> won a lot of other awards from a lot of bigger, bigger publications than us, but... Um, so yeah, on to the news. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. And uh, as we all know, it's E3 week, but there hasn't been a lot of PC stuff um, overall. Well, there's there's, there's gonna... been some, but... Some, but just general game announcements from E3. But first of all, we're going to start with an oldie, an oldie but a goodie. I wish Scott was here. Um, <laughs> Doom 3 BFG Edition is coming out this fall um and if you haven't played doom 3 or don't own it uh this would be a really good reason to get it because although in my opinion it's kind of the 
I, I don't think it's... This is going to sound weird because they're so far apart, but I still think Doom 2 is the better game. Well, I think if you <laughs> if you 3, look at but... them with what they, like what you're comparing them with at the time, Doom 3, right. like, there's a lot of good PC stuff by the time Doom 3 came out, whereas Doom 2 like worked to define the first-person shooter genre. So, True. I mean, I would agree with that. Like, when you're comparing Doom 2 and Doom 3 as far as, like, their relevance and significance to the PC... I think, you know, Doom 2 is obviously the the better, more important title. But, you know, Doom 3 was still a good game. Um, and for it's scary as all hell, too. For its time, it was, it was definitely, um, like, at that time, that was the graphics benchmark. You know, Doom yep. 3 was definitely uh, a serious graphics test. But it was, well, it was kind of hindered by the fact that it was so dark. That's the one thing I didn't like yeah. about the game is that it was so dark. Well, the one, the one thing to tell you guys how... how much of a benchmark it was um well a couple things first of all it had an ultra graphics mode but you couldn't even use it unless you had like the very high-end card out at the time i forget what the card was but um (laughs) we had the uh the highest end card at the time you couldn't even select ultra like it was there but it was grayed out like unless you had certain drivers so um it had that, and then even like several years after Doom Three came out, <laughs> you still couldn't run it without like SLI, like the early SLI stuff. You couldn't run it on like the highest well, like it was it was absolutely ridiculous. But this version is going to have some revamped graphics. Uh, Carmack himself has been over it with his uh, large worded comb. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you redo all the rendering. What's yeah. that even mean? Do you follow him on Twitter? He's very verbose. Um, oh, we have a, a new addition to the cast, by the way. Yes, yes. Hexadecimal joining us, John. What's up, guys? For the news section. Uh, but there, this game isn't going to be without some controversy, and I truly believe this is a mistake. Even though you just said it was so dark, Brandon, you didn't like that. They're giving you... Uh, a flashlight that's on your suit now instead of having to pull out your flashlight. Yeah. Not a fan of that. that well, was clearly like they've played BF3. <laughs> <laughs> and they love the flashlights. They're into them. They're like, all games need this. I couldn't imagine playing without a flashlight in the middle of the day. <laughs> Actually, that's the only way I played Doom 3 is there was, uh, what was it, the duct there tape mod? Duct tape, yeah. duct tape mod. <laughs> Which Scott, Scott during his playthrough, his infamous playthrough, several times was like almost broke down. Like at one point he had downloaded it and was like about to install it and then just didn't do it. Like to, to keep his playthrough pure. But, he, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's so pure have, it's not even finished. Yeah, I know. What a jerk. He's really f- close to the end too, I think. Um, but so I, I'm not a fan of them changing up. The graphics will be revamped, and they are making two really good changes and necessary changes to Doom 3. That is, ammo drops have been increased um, because good. finding lockers and remembering codes was annoying as hell. Yeah. Like, I like old school games, but writing down codes is something I do not miss. <laughs> um, and then there's also going to be, thank God, checkpoint saving because this, this was a game that you got into when you played it. And you weren't thinking about hitting your save button. You were just thinking about what sort of jump scare was going to be around the next corner. Um, so it's a really good thing that they did that. 
you're also going to get this will probably I, I would say this wouldn't be more than 20 or 30 bucks I don't know about you guys but I, I don't think it would be more than 20 or 30 bucks not for a for re-release no yeah but you're going to get Doom 3 the expansion pack Resurrection of Evil and a new 7 map campaign called The Lost Mission and you get Doom 1 and Doom 2 with it which I'm kind of pumped to get Doom 1 because I don't think I ever played through the whole thing so if I get this really released, I think it will be like the tenth time I've bought Doom One and Two because I've had it on like yeah. every platform under the sun at this point. <laughs> so, um, so that's coming out, and that'll be cool. My favorite uh, Doom is the one with the rock in it. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Bring up the rock. It took me a minute to know what you were talking about because I have blocked that out of my memory systematically. <laughs> That's the best I love how they had the one scene, the one scene in it that was like first person, like near the end. <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah, so, or the rocks. He's like, I'm not supposed to die, or some something. Just yeah. something really great, a really great line. <laughs> What's funny about making a Doom movie is the Doom character. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Doom guy has no name, like ever. He's just Doom guy that you play he, as. I have one of the the I have Knee Deep in the Dead, the novella for Doom. I'm that big of a nerd. I loved Doom that much when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure they give him some kind of ridiculous like Biff hard hard cheese or something like something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that the Wolfenstein guy was B.J. Blaskowitz. See, that yeah, I, I didn't even know that. But uh... according to <laughs> but the anyway. Doom wiki, there is no. It's just there's no name. So he will be forever known as Doom Guy. So, <laughs> yeah, there's just Doom Guy or Marine. So next up, we have uh, an article by Hex um, and a game that looks crazy, which I haven't downloaded yet. But um, Starforge, this game's uh, making some waves. Um, basically, it's Minecraft, but with rocket launchers. Which is all <laughs> Minecraft was ever really missing anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Minecraft has everything else. You can you know, have domesticated dog or a cat, but you can't have rocket launchers. You cannot blow so. up said domesticated dog or cat. <laughs> so I'm get like, and all I'm looking at, and I've, I've watched the uh, playable release video, but I love the thumbnail for this video is them in space. Yeah. Because you can build all the way up into space. I love this well, it's space certainly that... got some visual upgrades too, though, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. It's uh, it's in like alpha, right? Would it even be considered a beta right now? No, I wouldn't even call it an alpha. Like this is just like um, it can play, and your desktop won't burst into flames. So here, try it. <laughs> yeah, is it pretty demanding? I haven't played it yet. I have not had time this week. Also, I have a horrible, sickening tribes addiction, which is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is downloadable right now. Like we said, you can find the link on our site. Um, their site got absolutely destroyed the day we put this out, but it's probably back up by now. Nope, it's uh, not. I just looked. It's not. But the torrent <laughs> link is the official link from the developers. Like, they pushed this torrent out there, so do not hesitate to download that. Yeah, if you see a Starforge torrent that's legit, go ahead and get it. And we have um, a link to the legit one in that article. Yeah, I know, obviously, Jesus played it and made a few busy videos of it. It looks pretty damn cool. If you liked Minecraft, you're probably going to like it. Um, <laughs> especially if you wanted a more futuristic take on minecraft so the tile sets and everything nothing's real polished yet but it's i have a feeling it's gonna get big once it gets just from a technical standpoint of what they're making that that game do like to watch the video where they snap together tile pieces and it just 
like it's still rough but it's pretty seamless for something at this level of build yeah so um and it's got your normal minecraft modes i believe uh there's a fort wars which you just like kind of like uh dwarf fortress if you guys ever heard of that game but basically you just have to fend off the hordes for as long as possible in dwarf fortress um without running out of resources but uh and protect like your inner castle but anyway that's the other mode on it so you guys can go check that out actually free torrent um like we said don't expect bugs expect bugs don't expect it to work entirely perfectly uh right away but if you're into minecraft i have a feeling you're going to be into this game so next up we have finally after we had huge boners for for dishonored with the uh cgi trailer uh we finally have some gameplay trailer and man you can kill people in some pretty gruesome ways in this game which i'm totally down with but well, that um, was definitely one of the more brutal trailers i've watched yeah Dude, when he puts the knife through that dude's chin, straight up through his head, I was Ugh. just like, all right, yeah. Yeah, that was harsh. <laughs> but uh, I actually think the graphics look bad. Does anyone else agree with me? I, th- I thought that I, I did think a few times, like, you could definitely see some, like, the, the detail on the blood and stuff was not, maybe not as good as I would have expected. Um, but I will, I mean, I'll say that I'm not going to take... I'm not gonna take my uh, like my final de- um, judgment on the graphics from you know 720p trailer of, of early yeah, footage. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I would rather say I'm glad they put out in-game footage rather than be concerned that the graphics weren't good enough or, or something and not put it right. out. But I, I kind of agree. The graphics didn't look awesome, but I was glad to see some actual gameplay because the gameplay looks really. It looks cool. It looks like you can, you know, you can kill people in some different ways, um, and it reminded when me. Those rats get that dude. It, it reminded me of. Uh, did any of you ever play Tenchu? No. Uh-uh. Tenchu Stealth Assassin. Yeah. No. It, it kind of reminded me of that. Like I really enjoyed those games back back on the PlayStation, and you could you could assassinate people in different ways, and and that's kind of what it reminded me of. Sort of a first person version of that. Um, where you have kind of those kills that you can pull off. And, and those are really satisfying in Tenshi. They look like they could be really satisfying yeah. here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, a neat trailer. Definitely a lot, of, a lot of gore, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, and you can totally see, uh, I think we highlighted this before, but the same art director who did the art for Half-Life 2 is doing the art oh, for really? this game. Um, is there a hard and- release date for it yet? Like. Yeah, October 9th in the U.S., oh. October 12th in, uh, which is actually a lot sooner than I thought it was going to come out. Yeah, see, from like the but, footage uh, they showed, like I like the graphics, I figured we're going to get like another year's worth of polish, and it would be like a holiday 2013 thing. So like maybe that's just they've got all their core systems in place, and it's just polish, polish, polish for the next four months. But yeah, I mean Bethesda doesn't usually do bad graphics, so yeah. If, if, it, they might do a bad game or a clunky game, but they don't usually do bad graphics. Rage. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It does seem. Uh, it, I mean, it does seem. I guess it's four months away, but still, it's kind of surprising that we're seeing the first in-game footage now, when its release date feels like it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, and and as far as I knew, I hadn't even heard anything about this game until, like, what was that? Maybe two or three weeks ago, we posted the initial trailer that was the first i'd heard about it as well i hadn't heard anything about it and from a major dev something usually gets out but 
Um, I think it, I think it looks cool. I just hope, uh, and this is something Alex was complaining about with Max Payne, but yeah, and he'll maybe get into in his in his review, and uh, we'll probably get into in the E3 thing too. I'm hoping you play the game most of the time rather than the game just being a bunch of cutscenes. Um, a lot of games are kind of going into that, so I hope it doesn't go that way. We'll see, but I, I really hope not. Dishonor um, on your whole family. Well, that Bethesda <laughs> doesn't usually do that kind of thing, do they? I mean, normally they do kind of let you play through. Um, with, yeah, with they minimal cutscenes, so yeah. So um, next up, we have Good Guy Valve back again. Never ceases to amaze me. Um, CS:GO finally got its release date and price set. Um, it's going to be out August twenty-first. So they said late summer twenty-twelve. It's coming late summer twenty-twelve. Um, Meeting a Valve launch date. This is I know, a sign of crazy. the apocalypse, isn't it? I have a feeling the console versions had something to do with that. <laughs> um, for only 15 bucks, and frankly, you can pick up CS and play anytime, especially with the built-in gun game in CS:GO. Like 15 bucks for this is such a good deal because it's going to support all the modding and all that. So you're going to have all your. Let me you know, let me put this into perspective. I would pay 15 dollars for a Counter Strike Go. <laughs> And you don't even like Counter Strike. I fucking yeah. hate that. Not even like. I hate it. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Alex. Like I'm not a Counter Strike fan, but for 15 bucks, I'd check it out. The so. interesting thing about that is that guess how much Counter Strike Source is right now? Twenty. Yeah, Twenty bucks. It's yeah. gonna be cheaper yeah. than it is to buy Counter Strike Source. I bet you see that drop though once Go comes out. I might get a copy for my Xbox at that rate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. That was that was uncalled for. I'm sorry. I think I think um, uh, I, I'm really happy that Valve made the price so low because I think they see the value in getting as many people to play it as possible so that they can build it. Because because why has CS been so uh, so huge for for so many years? It's because that community was massive, and so mm-hmm. I think they realized that in order to get that kind of player base again. They're going to have to make the price point something really attractive. And, I mean, $15, that's pretty much a no-brainer for any first-person shooter fan. I mean, because you know that it's Valve quality. Um, it runs really well on a wide range of hardware. That There's going to be no reason not to buy it. And that's $15 starting price. That means that that at the first Steam sale, uh, I guess the, yeah. the you know the Halloween sale or the Christmas sale, it's going to be like five or ten bucks. Yeah, that'll be a four ninety nine sale, I bet. Yeah. yeah, and and like I said, the thing about this game is, you know, you don't want to play normal CS mode. You know, play some gun game, play some custom maps, play some surfing. Maybe hidden will come back through CS:GO. That'd be it's, po- it's entirely possible, man. Um, so. You know, you've got all that with it. I actually thought the game, my prediction was that it was going to be 20 or $30. So I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah, I thought we'd, $5 I thought we'd see more at least, least. At least 20 Like 20 25 seemed about right. Because uh, I think they could charge that and, and still make a lot of money. But I think that it's definitely a smarter bet to go with a little cheaper price and make sure that when, you know, a week after it's released, that you go and look at your Steam friends list and it says that, you know, 30 of your friends also play CSGO. I think that's what they're yeah. after. Yeah, that's well, basically that's any... No, go, go ahead. ahead. 
<laughs> well, like that's any Valve game for me. It doesn't matter which one. Even people who don't like Left 4 Dead or whatever, everybody that's on my Steam's friend list has every Valve game released. Like if you're into that ecosystem, you're going to pick up a Valve title 90% of the time. Yep. But at 15 bucks too. Yeah. I don't know what that is in Microsoft points, but it probably looks attractive. <laughs> it's 14. I know, that's what I was that's what I was going to say is a lot of pe- like as PC gamers, we have the option of buying $15 games, but console players to get a new release for $15, there it, it doesn't exist. That's unheard. Yeah. Every new release is 59.99. So to and get is- a completely new shooter for 15 bucks. And while I don't recommend you play it on consoles, if you're gonna <laughs> It's a good bet. It's a good deal. Yeah, and it's going to be... At least you're you know, not getting gonna... ripped off if you decide to play And you're going to play, play it. You're going to play it. Like, you're going to play it a lot. And you have the gonna... opportunity to play against APL Fisher. So, like, <laughs> I like that is amazing. You know? That's true. Because it's $15, <laughs> I, bet, I bet Scott does buy it on Xbox. I bet you a million dollars he buys it on Xbox. But... <laughs> uh, Dude! Scott. I had to put one in there for missing him. <laughs> So next up, we have a free game, uh, Warface, which is coming up, and uh, it's going to be made, strangely enough, by uh, Crytek and Tryon Worlds. Now, Crytek, not so strange, not not strangers to the first-person shooter drama. Tryon Worlds made Rift. Um, so there you go. John's favorite uh, game of the year. John, yeah, John's game of the year, Rift. Um, Warface, you can... It's it's not out yet. It's not even in closed beta for North America yet. Uh, you can sign up on their site to get it. I actually had signed up a bit ago because it looked interesting to me. Um, it's basically Call of Duty Battlefield shooter. It's not, you know, I don't think there's anything too... Uh, on the Crytek engine. Yes, but it's on the Crytek engine, and their whole, like, thing with this is that they're offering AAA graphics for free. Um which I never, if you've ever played Blacklight Retribution or seen videos of that game at full bore, it looks pretty damn good. Well, like, tri- so, I mean, Tribes, so too. Tribes, Tribes, yeah. Tribes looks pretty good. And even, like, Super Monday Night Combat. I mean, I haven't really encountered a, many, like, awful free-to-play games in the graphics department. Yeah, yeah I don't know why they're kind of... And they're, this whole social aspect smacks of gimmick. Yeah, that's the that that's the one thing. Like is. like reading this this website, especially their their FAQ, it's like it's just it's filled with so much marketing garbage that like listen to this, all right? Warface offers a wide variety of intense and rewarding <laughs> multiplayer options, a vast and frequently updated PVE universe featuring dramatic co-op missions where you are rewarded for both teamwork and individual skill. And then a full set of class-based PvP modes make for an unrivaled competitive experience. That tells me nothing about the game. That, that sounds you just, like... You just uh, told me there's co-op and that there's multiplayer. That's what you told me. <laughs> That's what you told me. That sounds like a first-year advertising major who also occasionally plays computer games was like somebody's well, nephew. And here's the other thing that I, that I have trouble understanding. How is, it all, like, how is it just getting announced? This is the first I've heard of it. And it's already out in closed beta in Russia? It's been out for a while. What? Yeah, like, beta what, what kind of release Diction, strategy is that? I put Diction's video on there because it's like one of the only ones out there. But um, that, That's what I couldn't believe when I saw, it, like, I saw the, the trailer, the E3 trailer, and then I saw you putting a, putting a video of gameplay from, from a YouTuber. I was like, how, what? How, is, how do we have a gameplay video for something that we're just learning about? 
Yeah, I mean it's it's uh they've had it open there for a while and you can actually go actually Diction's video on there if you go to the video on YouTube, he has the link for the instructions to do the Russian install. So if you're really itching to get in, um you can play on there. I'm guessing I'm guessing your ping is bad. Can I can I please <laughs> treat you to some of some more of this marketing speak? This is so good. <laughs> Takes you to a wide variety of breathtaking locations, placing you in some of the deadliest war zones on the planet. Innovative game design brings you intuitive controls and thrilling, fast-paced action. Every shooter ever has said that exact same thing. <laughs> this is this is like just boilerplate Call of Duty Battlefield. Yeah, stuff. Well, it's almost like it's almost like um, Crytek uh, or no. Num- uh, Try and Worlds Try. and uh, and what, what is the company that does? It's Crytek, right? Yeah. So Crytek, Cry, Crytek yeah. like watch like the only free to play they are aware of is like <laughs> Battlefield play for free. <laughs> it's like this is the only free to play out there. Like not in not interested in looking up any indie devs that haven't made some like slap together free to play that follows up on their triple A title. And it's like yeah. we made a better game than them. This this needs to like we need to save the world, you know, by releasing our game. But <laughs> meanwhile, no one's informed Crytek and Tryon that there are really good games out there that don't market their stuff like douchebags. Yeah. On the, yeah. the weird thing no. too is they like they're using terms like PVE and PVP for a first person shooter. Yeah, which, which well, you know, Tryon. Well, it's Tryon yeah, Worlds it's, right there. Exactly. You never know when a sentient crate could attack you. You have to <laughs> hit it with your shoddy. <laughs> so I asked Diction if he likes it. I asked Diction if he likes it. He said it's really fun, uh, except the spawns are laid out exactly like Counter Strike, which he doesn't like. So the spawns never move at all. They're on the same spot, apparently. Um, but of course, it's still beta. But the game looks really good, obviously, because it's on Crytek. Um, I don't know. But like with it, I watched Diction's video in our post, and it looked fun, but like. There's already other free-to-play first-person shooters out there, and actually, I just watched Brandon's uh, reintroduce myself video on YouTube where he was talking about like these older games that had come up, and now they're like bigger franchises where they came from nothing. And I don't see Warface being the next Blacklight or the next Tribes. Like, it might be a fun gimmick for a little while. Like, okay, I've played these two games; I could use something to shake it up. But I guarantee you, there will be better options out there. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like it does anything better or worse than any other. Like, I'm, I'm wondering the, what I'm wondering I don't what their like what their killer feature is going to be because obviously, like as much as I think their their marketing ign- it's going to link to your Facebook brand, and every time you kill someone, <laughs> it'll post on Facebook every single kill, and you'll be and like, you'll oh shit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm wondering though. Like, what is their killer feature going to be here? Because all I'm seeing so far is they're trying to market the graphics, which which is okay. I mean, I'm sure that it probably will have among the best graphics of a free-to-play, but I certainly haven't been disappointed with the other free-to-play games in the graphics department. And they're also, you know, they're marketing a it as a free social FPS service. What does that even yeah, I mean? I don't even know. Like, I can't word, I could word, describe to someone what a social FPS service is. Yeah, it means it means you upload your profile picture, and that's what's in front of your helmet, <laughs> and you just run around with like a two D face. 
And then you, <laughs> then you can decide not to kill the person and chat instead. It's just a really interesting way. It's, it's how you meet friends, basically. Can you choose other people from your Facebook to shoot instead of the people you're playing with? That would be actually that's, awesome. That's the thing. They're not bots. They're just they're bots of your Facebook friend list. <laughs> like, in, like in Black Ops, when you didn't have any friends online, you played, like, solo. They, they would fill your, your friends you list with bots. Friends, yeah, yeah. Well, this will pull in your Facebook friends. Great. I sold <laughs> two copies. <laughs> uh, so now from a game that looks kind of meh to a game that looks absolutely amazing. Um, and this came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs. Man, this is like my game of E3 right now, unless something comes in the next couple of days to supplant it. But What about Pikmin? I, Pikmin 3. That's looking pretty great, right? It's another sequel. <laughs> we'll get to in a minute. Um, <laughs> But this game, all right, first of all, let me say that we here at KB Mod, we hate Ubisoft a lot. Um, Just a lot. We've kind of, like, thrown poop all over Ubisoft for, well, pretty much since day one. Um, Since we've had a platform to stand on, uh, we've kind of picked on Ubisoft. And and with pretty good reason. I mean, we've always had their DRM is retarded and... Um, even though some of their games are decent, the, the DRM is just so short-sighted and all that stuff. But man, they may have done it right with this game. Even if it has layers of DRM on it, I may not care. Um, <laughs> basically, this is uh, Watch Dogs is set in basically now, maybe like 2015 or so. Um, but basically what has happened is every city has implemented a system where a central computer controls everything in the city, subway lines, you know, buses, electricity, traffic lights, you know, basically all systems in the city are controlled from basically one central operating system. How could this go wrong? Yeah. How could this go wrong? Um, and you play as a guy who is like a hacker, but it's unclear whether he's a cop or a fugitive or like, it's kind of unclear what what he really is uh, or what his mission is so far. But um, his name is Aiden Pierce, and he's got a cell phone, and you can kind of – he's jacked into everything. So he can, like, mess with traffic lights. He can uh, scramble cell phone signals. He can listen in on cell phone conversations, uh, all kinds of things. Um, he can raise – he raises and lowers a bridge – one of the bridges in Chicago at the end there of of the gameplay. Uh, But the thing that struck me and I heard from somebody, this is on unreal 3.5. Basically this, this game, because my goodness, does it look good? That has to be a heavily modified unreal engine. The water effects from the rain alone. Like they look like unreal four stuff. Yeah. And when the, uh, when the gas station blows up in this and the fire, is reflecting off the cars, man. Uh, the the people kind of did look like they were unreal, but everything else just looked. Now I've heard differing stories. I've heard that this was played on a PS3, and I've heard this was played on a PC. But I think the PS3 thing was from like a press only demo mm-hmm. um, that IGN was in, because I'm pretty sure in the comments all over the game demo was that this was being played on a PC there. And I did confirm from the IGN article that it is coming out on PC, so it's not going to be console only. Um, well, they didn't have... I didn't see any cues for, like, buttons to press. That's kind of 
one thing yeah. I was looking for, and I didn't see any of those. I would almost expect to see that, whether it was on PC or console. But I mean, usually yeah. that's a giveaway. If it's a keyboard, then then it's PC. If it's a if it's a button, then it's console. See, I saw that it looked like they were going with such a minimal HUD. I think they're just trying to add to the immersion there. Like they're not. Oh, trying I, to put I that didn't up. have a problem with it. I, no, I, me neither. I, but but I couldn't. You know, I couldn't tell from the trailer what they were playing it on, and especially since it's kind of that uh, that third person view mm-hmm. over the shoulder. I couldn't really tell based on the movement whether they were using thumbsticks or or a mouse. Yeah, what I what I heard actually. And again, this is from comments and people on the internet was that it was on a PC played with a controller, which wouldn't surprise me with third person and actually might be better for third What's person. What's been disappointing time. to me about this E3, was it last E3 when DICE was like the only people that sat down at a keyboard and played their demo on a PC? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, where is that dev? Like where it's like it's it's not arguable that PC currently has the best tech. So yeah, why aren't if you, you showing show your game, game on the best yeah. tech? Yeah. If you wanted to show off a game, it would stand a reason you would go on PC. But this game looks absolutely amazing. It's completely open world GTA style. Well, and it, it reminded me a lot of Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it, it looks like it could be very cool. Uh, but it does. it did remind me of Grand Theft Auto. I'm hoping... I, as I was watching the the trailer, and and I'll say too, I'm really surprised that we got a gameplay trailer for yeah. a game that we just learned about today. Um, so awesome. so props to Ubisoft for actually giving us like a real trailer that I actually I actually watched the entirety of that you know nine or ten minute gameplay trailer because I was I was actually excited about a new game when I can see what it's going to play like, and it was yeah. really cool, especially like the the stopping the traffic lights so that there's like a crazy crash in the intersection i could just foresee like so many cool combinations of using his his cell phone stuff to to create all these chaotic world situations i I thought that the potential for that if they do it right is is so awesome and another thing was if you notice in the one scene where he pans across the club Every person he pans to has a history. Yeah, I thought that was really awesome. If they have that for every single individual simulated person, that's pretty impressive. And I think they do. Um, But, yeah, guys, just watch the gameplay video um, and keep your eye on this one. I know, as I said, I know we trash Ubisoft, but I'm probably getting this one regardless. Yeah, I (laughs) this had somehow, like, slipped through my radar and I've been following a bunch of stuff. And you messaged me this afternoon, Dan, and we're just like, dude, watch this right now. And I just stopped <laughs> what I was doing and watched it and was like, I right, when I'm throing money at the screen and nothing's happening now. Yeah, so we have no release date yet, unfortunately. Um, it sounds like it's going to be this year. They are saying wow. 2012, but no release date. That's yet. impressive. For a game that came out so, of nowhere to be out in six months. Yeah. So Ubisoft does that with Assassin's Creed all the time, though. They'll just be yeah. like, yep, it's coming up two months from now. <laughs> <laughs> they really so, catch us by surprise with those announcements. From from my pick for best game of E3, on to just E3 in general here. Um, I'll tell you what, this, this is going to kind of be our rant of the week, kind of be informative. It'll be a combo. <laughs> rant of the week! I don't know what we're yelling about! E3, up until this particular game for me, and not because it was a lot of console stuff, because it's always a lot. You know, Microsoft has a has a presser, Sony has a presser. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of console stuff. But 
every single thing, whether the game's coming out across all platforms or not, motion controls, the big gimmick, yeah. and how many media attachments can we put on a system Like at this point? Like, really, I just want my, you know, if I'm a console gamer, I'm not too happy right now, because this was just, also, just all sequels, all sequels. There, there was like two new IPs in this entire thing. There's a God of War sequel, Dead Space 3, Black Ops 2. Resident uh, Evil 6. Resident Evil 6, yeah. <laughs> it just, I feel like a lot of the bigger publishers are really kind of playing it safe, maybe because this is the last, this is going to be like the last major release, uh, probably before the next consoles come out, or at least before we mm-hmm. learn about them, and they have to start kind of training, I guess, development resources onto that. So right. it it definitely feels safe for a lot of these developers, you know, putting out putting out sequels when uh I mean, well that's one of the reasons we've really only reported on the new IPs that we're seeing because the sequels frankly don't look that interesting. No, they don't. And and to me, and this isn't the PC elitist to me speaking out, like a console gamer should see this at this point. Um the graphics are just starting to the Assassin's Creed thing just looked, it looked like a game that came out in like 2008 to me. Assassin's Creed 3. I watched the gameplay demo. I was like, this is like, yes, graphics aren't everything. Gameplay is, is actually more, but... You still want it to look good. Not when it yeah, comes to Assassin's to Creed, though. I mean, we all know how that game's going to play. It's yeah. it's the world. I mean, no one goes into Assassin's Creed being like, I, won't, I don't really care about climbing buildings in this one. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. what the game is. I don't even I don't even they've taken it to a time where there's shacks and trees. See, that makes it more interesting to me. Like I'm not a huge fan of the other ones, but I like that period of American history and like the ship demo they showed off and some of the stuff they showed. I watched the whole gameplay demo. It was awesome. Yeah. It looks <laughs> it looks really good. The only the only console presser like I watched all three of the pressers and if you follow me on Twitter, I'm sure you saw me scream about all of the pressers. The only one that didn't make me want to die was Sony's. And, like, I have all the consoles and the PC as well. But, like, as far as graphics go, the stuff they showed for Beyond is pretty impressive. And the stuff they showed for um, The Last of Us. The Last of Us, until I saw Watch Dogs, was, like, my pick for E3. Because, A, it's set in Pittsburgh, and, B, it looks like a lot of fun. But Yeah, I don't don't have a PS3, but I kind of want to like borrow someone to play the last of us only because i'm in pittsburgh and it's in pittsburgh you can come play it here <laughs> yeah that's like the only reason i want to play it but um but the motion stuff. i can't believe it's not coming yeah it the had, the, it had just... the dead island rap though for a while it's like yeah great trailer zombie game it's gonna fucking suck <laughs> yeah that's actually did happen for a while with that game the first trailer came out and everybody's like wow that's amazing but we've been through this before <laughs> see it didn't even look like a zombie game to me it looked more like a like an outbreak post-apocalyptic where like just everybody was dead yeah. and there were only so, humans left so pittsburgh but pittsburgh yeah but pittsburgh yeah <laughs> but this motion thing all right let me you weren't into usher Pat- dancing Half these, pre- dude, he was horrendous. I don't know if anyone saw that. He was horrendous. Every single thing. If I'm a console gamer, I don't, I don't want this either. Like, and also, there's a connect for PC now. Um, FIFA 13. Okay, you can play FIFA 13 with the connect on, and if you swear at the refs, you will get Yellow carded. Card. Yep. If you swear into the connect, you will get carded. I don't want that. 
If something goes horribly wrong, I'm going to swear. Like, <laughs> that's like, that's so ridiculous. Like, I don't want Dan that. Dan doesn't play th- games to keep control of his emotions. Yeah, this is, you know. Does, does the Connect offer up Academy Award nominations to the best dive of the <laughs> FIFA 13? should. Because, like, if you want to get really technical on soccer these days, that's about all you got to yeah, do. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. Um, <laughs> but, I don't know, I just don't, I wouldn't want all these gimmicks. I just want to play a game. Like, like, it was fine when it was, like, its own little segment, like, the Wii had its thing, yeah, whatever. that was great. But now it's, like, oozing into real game like mass effect 3 had connect integration and every single major release like better with connect or better with ps move it's not better it's not the better only at all. the only way you could save this for pc is if you, you if you bring connect to brink and allow you to actually rape someone in one of the rape alleys that's the only way that that game will ever be saved and connect will or, have any purpose or- do full on parkour in your living room. Yeah, that's oh, break all I, your oh, sh- I, I could I could get on board with that. Like like ask them to ask you to put like your ottoman in front of you and you can do you can do like special moves over the level. <laughs> I love that Brandon took it to the classiest of furniture. <laughs> put your ottoman. Bring the boudoir in here. We're playing break. <laughs> We're put the cardboard Bring boxes the French cabinet in, darling. <laughs> It's time for drink, everyone. Bring in your finest furniture. This is a wonderful overstuffed chair that I will now handstand off of. Who brought the folding chair? Get them out of my living room. <laughs> for me, it would be the cardboard boxes holding up my table. <laughs> he keeps it classy, room. that YouTube yeah. money. <laughs> so, uh... But I don't know. It's just. It's, I think you're right, Brandon. We're hitting the end of the cycle, so everyone's playing a little safe. But I don't seriously, no one is away, asking though. promotion, though. No one's asking. There's no consumers out there saying, yeah, you know what I want to do while I play Battlefield? Fucking have to move around a whole lot. <laughs> like, that's what I want to do. Like, well, nobody think, would. Ask. I think I'll. So I'll play devil's advocate here just because we're talking about console stuff mainly that I don't really care about anyway. So I'll make it. I'll make it interesting because I I enjoy thinking about kind of the business side of it. I think that what they're looking for is they they already know that if you like if you're a gamer you are they already have you like you're already going to buy their games. So they're trying to bring in a wider market. They're trying to bring in all the people that bought Wii's and played Wii Sports. You know, people that have never played video games in their life. They're trying to market to, you know, the young kids and, and the moms and the dads and all them. And so I don't really get it either. Like, I don't I don't get why you would want to have your FIFA ref, you know, card Whoa. you when you swear or stuff like that. But it, uh, you know, I'm guessing that their market research shows that it brings a wider audience in. And that's what, like, you have to remember that that's as much as what E3 is about is about yeah, catering to about investors selling. and right, selling. Right. But something, something I don't understand though is there are huge like parent, like parent committees that will harp on the violence in today's video games. But it's a lot different when you're stabbing someone, you know, hitting the X button over and over again, or when you have your your PlayStation Move thing in your hand and you're actually stabbing at your screen. <laughs> like I'm not sure like where the parents aren't coming in and being like, "Well, yeah, this gets our kid moving, but it also actually teaches him how to stab people now, as opposed to just simulating stabbing on the screen." Like I don't know why they're like, "Well, exercise trumps, you know, actually learning how to kill people." <laughs> 
upcoming next season the other, Dexter the game training kid. Yeah. The the other thing about E3 is it used to be about innovation. None of this is innovative. Right. Like this is the most stagnant E3 I've ever seen. Like well, to go back to Brandon's point about trying to get in the other the other demographics, the thing that I think a lot of those marketing guys don't get or maybe aren't accounting for is that that demographic they're looking at, like the 45 to 50-year-old that just wants to Wii Bowl, they already have Wii Bowling. So they're not going to buy an yeah. Xbox and a Connect or a PlayStation 3 and a Move to bowl in a little bit higher definition because they probably can't see that high definition anyway. So and- – I just don't like that. I think that's going to be a bad idea. And the rumors are that the next Xbox already has Connect built into it. You won't need an extra peripheral, so it's not going to go away. But I think if they do another generation of this, people like the people they want to get for the casual market, they have a Wii. And they're perfectly fine to play that Wii Bowling for the rest of forever. Yeah, and the thing is to me too, and the reason why you know it's not just console is that now you have developers spending time developing these aspects when they should be polishing up probably some other aspects. Yeah, I think that's the that's game. the unfortunate part so. is that they're really, I mean, especially for the stuff like the voice integration and all that, I imagine those development resources are not insignificant. And no, it's like no, those, those development resources could be much better put into other places. And, you know, especially the, the selfish side of me says those could be put into a better PC experience, you know, a better, <laughs> yes. like you could put those resources in a lot of places that I think make more sense to cater to the people that actually want to play your game and keeping those people as, as you know, loyal consumers rather than trying to bring in, you know, mom and dad to play Mass yeah. Effect. Well, the thing is, like, if you're going to spend all that money, you know you've got a giant install base. I mean, this is the longest console cycle ever now. So you, the selling the unit isn't that big a deal anymore. Why, like, the people that have those consoles, why not invest that money into new experiences to add longevity so you're not making Call of Duty 10 or whatever? Yeah, like, exactly. give me another journey. Give me another... I don't, give me another fucking cooking mama. At least it was something different when it first came out. Yeah. Like, just... Do something new. I don't want to play the same game again. So there you go, E3. Get back to innovation and stop making me parkour over my cardboard boxes. Bring the boudoir. <laughs> All right, on to the Twitter. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. The Twitter. We're going to have a sort of abbreviated cast this week, although we've gone pretty good so far. Um, but on to the Twitter questions. And this first one was from Ryklost, and I wish Nick Fenton was here, but since he's not, we can really rip into him. Um, <laughs> on a scale of Joseph Stalin to Hitler, which actually, if you want to be historical, you would reverse that. It would be Hitler to Joseph Stalin. Um, where would you rank Nick Fenton? I'm going somewhere. Are we talking about, like, like, rank him in the human centipede or something? <laughs> He's the center. We could do that. I mean, if you want to, yeah, I'd put him right in the I'd, center. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd put him in the center. Why not? Right. You wouldn't put him at the end? Hmm. Well, that's the worst position, really. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends. Uh, well, well who sold out the hardest? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Hitler. He's all over the place. So below Hitler, but above Stalin? Above Stalin. Yeah, Stalin's clearly the worst human Pretty much uh, you go either know, way. We're, we're ranking him against Hitler. <laughs> He's worse than Hitler, dude. Well, uh, worse well in Hitler. terms of number of people directly and indirectly killed, Stalin is worse than Hitler. Yeah. And they were his own people, too, though. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, Hitler, I mean, you give this to Hitler. He had conviction, right? <laughs> Stalin had none had of that. Beliefs. He did not yeah, care Stalin about anything. Like, he was a horrible human being in every sense. He had conviction. Is that the argument you just made for Hitler? <laughs> I but think you it, have to make over that Stalin. Yeah, we're not we're not defending <laughs> one over the other. I'm crucifying <laughs> one over the other. This is officially the last KB Mod podcast. We will all be shot as soon as not this airs. Hitler is correct. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, is Hitler had an idea, whereas Stalin was just like, <laughs> wow. Stalin was. This is taking a very dark kill. turn. I feel like Stalin I feel like we're, we're losing listeners sent, by the second. <laughs> he sent thousands to the gulags of his own people, just to die. He once wear, made a man wear his wife's head around while he worked in the mines as a hat. That's not that's not a lie. Okay, so that yeah, is true. Hitler, then Nick Fenton, and then you know what? I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna side with Fenton you here. I have a lot of Instagram pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stalin, Hitler, then Stalin, then Fenton. <laughs> I think I'll actually say I'll rank Nick Fenton above both of them simply because his his number of deaths indirectly or directly caused by Nick Fenton has been far fewer than both of those two. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair argument. I, don't, I think Nick has the opposite effect. I think instead of pe- wanting people to die, I think Nick makes people just want to live a better life than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Poor Nick that's, why, that's why he sacrifices himself and dies. Yeah, Nick, Nick's Fenton. a martyr. Actually, if you're looking at from from the perspective of the Beaver community, Nick Fenton is Hitler. That's true. So that's true. It really go. depends on who you ask. <laughs> okay, at Effie Rooster asks, would you rather have to buy Cod Elite or Battlefield Premium? This is a very easy answer. I think. yeah, I think so too. It's Battlefield Premium, and not because you hit, you might hate Call of Duty, but because we all play on PC. I was going to say, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have the option of buying COD Elite on PC, so. Yeah, it doesn't exist. I would so. buy COD Elite. What? How? I don't, because I don't like Battlefield, and I don't have it. I don't it, like Battlefield And either. I own Modern Warfare 3. But you have, but you can't, it, it doesn't exist on PC. Well, that, yeah, but he has, a, he has Modern Warfare 3 in console. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. This is the KV Mod podcast. Oh, well, then it's fine. By def- <laughs> the question doesn't even make sense. By default, I have to buy Battlefield. I would buy Cod Elite anyway and hope that someday it would come to PC. <laughs> Just out of spite. I don't like Battlefield. There is no there. right answer to that question. No, there's the really not. <laughs> a horrible question. Huh, what did you major in collage? <laughs> Another excellent question. This is from a Fancy Amoeba, which is kind of cool. I'd like to see a picture of a Fancy Amoeba, like an Amoeba with a monocle or something. Photoshop. (laughs) What's your favorite food to eat at a barbecue? Brisket. There's no wrong answer to that question. Brandon, you're in Texas. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could go on all day about some barbecue. I would say my favorite would definitely be like some really good, um, like smoked sausage. Ooh, it's barbecue ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> Slow roasted ottoman. I go with a pulled pork sandwich. Oh, that is hot. I like that. <laughs> one. The man from Canada has no answer. The thing though is that the pulled pork, the the key is the sauce. The key is the barbecue sauce. Yeah, pretty, pretty much any barbecue. I mean, you got to roast it right, but you got to have good sauce for good barbecue. Sauce, sauce, the sauce, sauce. <laughs> 
Yeah, actually, like in in uh, barbecue competitions, they don't let you use sauce. Like you're just supposed to. Yeah, those guys are hardcore. I've watched that on TV because I don't have any life at all. Yeah, no, my un- <laughs> my uncle does those competitions. He like he does barbecue competitions, and they take it really seriously. But mm-hmm. I couldn't like I don't think I would want to be a judge for one of those because I like I love barbecue sauce, and that's actually part of what makes barbecue delicious for me. So right. if I had to yeah. eat it without sauce, it's like it's just just why you're just you're wasting your time. Yeah. Yep. Okay, at Zinx asks, you are locked in a room with John Carmack, Catalyst Driver Guy, and Nick Fenton. You have a gun and two bullets. Who do you shoot? I know the way out of this. I know the what? way out of this. You ask John Carmack a question, and you'll no, never you get around John... to using the gun. No, you ask... <laughs> no, then you will shoot yourself because you have no idea what he's talking about. No, you it can, might come to that. You give the gun to John Carmack and let him pick because he has a better answer than you. <laughs> you give the gun to God and you let him decide. <laughs> I would shoot Catalyst Driver Guy because they discontinued. Well, he doesn't do anything anyway. Yeah, see, they discontinued monthly <laughs> driver guy. So, see, if, if you wouldn't just, have included John Carmack in this question, it might have been an interesting, an interesting answer for him. Because if you shoot Catalyst Driver Guy, all development on Catalyst Drivers stops. Do you realize how bad that would be? As bad as it is right now? Yeah, as bad as it is anyway? Well, yeah, it's already bad. And it would, only yeah, get, it would get better. <laughs> yeah, they would have to find a new Catalyst Driver guy because I can still somehow not play Skyrim properly Nick on 1670 Crossfires. The Catalyst Driver guy. <laughs> a betterment to humankind. So my original answer until Alex came up with a much better one was just to shoot Catalyst guy and Nick Fenton. <laughs> and the chill I'm gonna leave. Know, Yeah, chill. Maybe, maybe give two bullets to Nick Fenton. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure. It's just <laughs> double tap him. Make sure he's not coming back. Two in back the dome. <laughs> double tap. Don't take chance. What is it? Rule 32, double tap? <laughs> yeah, double tap. Oh, God. <laughs> So if you're keeping score, Nick Fenton is at the end of the human centipede and getting double tapped. (laughs) Nick Fenton's having a rough cast. (laughs) And he's Hitler to beavers. So, there you go. Um, (laughs) This next question is from WH6P. It's quite the name, sir. Um, If you could only listen to one artist or band for the rest of your life, who would it be? Apple Fisher. Just AP, base APL. Yeah, base APL. A base god. <laughs> base APL is a solid answer. Um, <laughs> Actually, it would be Foo Fighters. Solid. I'm going with Minus the Bear. Good one. Which none of you have ever heard. I've heard Minus, Minus the Bear. Shut up. <laughs> I would say my serious answer would be the Black Keys. Good one. Really I good. left. My less than serious answer be the silence while I wait for John to record Wonderballs. <laughs> <laughs> and that would take the rest of my life. I would have to say uh, I'd probably go with Metallica. Also a good one. Not bad. Not bad. Mark, Mark solid. All right. All right. I mean, you could, you could, there's how many, how many songs have they made? I could listen to that and, and no. I'd probably forget like, by the time I reached the end of their collection, I'd be ready to listen to it from the beginning again. Uh, I used to do that when I worked for Geek Squad. Uh, my Zune just played Metallica's discography on random, and I would just leave it on all night and get in the car and just let it go all day for, like, three months. That's awesome. 
this next one. I know what my answer is from Special K nine five nine. Kevin, are you guys excited for Prometheus? Fuck yeah! Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Idris Elba's the fucking man, even though he's only like a minor character. I think also really Scott. Like, yes, uh, Idris Elba's the captain. Oh, nice. But he he's a beast. Yeah, I'm very excited for Prometheus. Brandon doesn't even know what it is. I guess I'm excited. It's a movie that maybe if enough people see it and I hear it's good, I will go see as well. You don't like the Aliens trilogy? I've never seen that. I say the trilogy because Resurrection's a piece of shit. I, I just I'm not like I'm not a huge movie guy. I like movies. I just there are so many movies that people consider essential that I haven't seen and Have you seen that Inception? I just like get out. No, I just like I just I just give up. Yeah, Alex would hate me. That's why we don't Alex talk about. Alex is so mad right now. <laughs> I'm but too yeah, busy very... gaming to watch movies. Fair. Majority of us are excited for Prometheus. I think Doom is really Brandon's good. favorite movie anyway. So I actually never saw Doom specifically because I knew I would hate it. <laughs> All right, this one's from Cheese Nip. Read this as written. <laughs> Yeah, read it as written. <laughs> Brandon has highlighted it on right. the dock. If any of you were to direct porno, what would be the plot? <laughs> Brandon emphasized the word where. <laughs> if any of you were to direct a porno, what would the plot what would be the plot and who would act in it? I'm going to go change it to Is the asking proper... where it will be located? Well, it'd be located in a in a horrible hotel room somewhere. Not even hotel actually, motel room. Got to go with the motel. Um holiday in hotel motel holiday in. This sounds like a fun <laughs> question besides the grammatical, you know, flair up there, but okay. But hopefully I I am one day a very famous filmmaker. Very successful, and, you, and I actually my dream is to like one establish myself as a serious filmmaker and then go direct and make the a great porno. porn of all time. <laughs> actually, a dream of mine I've had forever. Like seriously, like I I've like I have an Oscar nomination. I have like twenty million dollars coming out my way. I'm like, no, I need to direct this porn, and it's gonna be like the best. That would actually be amazing. Ever. It's gonna like have like the most story driven porn and the sexiest. None of these like weird like angle shots where like I'm a director. Look at my porn. I'm like I'm actually a director. Look at my porn. <laughs> <laughs> like if David Fincher directed a porn, he's gonna make exactly. the Godfather of pornos. I think that would be the that's the greatest. That's a gold mine. An actually well directed porn. People would pay millions for that. <laughs> that's true. No, you're not kidding at all. They would. Mine would just be called log jamming, and <laughs> it would be from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Yeah, and it would star Carl Hungus. Um, yeah, the cable is out. I'm here to fix the cable. <laughs> the cable is out. <laughs> it's a very technical problem. What? What a movie! Um, I think Alex has stolen the show here. Yeah, I can't but... follow that. <laughs> All right. Next question here from Nara. If you could only play one game developer's games for the rest of your life, which developer would it be? Oh. Irrational. <laughs> you should play the Bioshocks for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Valve. 
that's a God, this is it's an easy answer, but like Valve. This is coming close for me between Valve and Blizzard. Yeah, for me it's gotta be Blizzard only because I like Blizzard always makes games that I can I I could see myself delving into for long periods of time. Like mm, World of Warcraft, true. Diablo, Starcraft. Those are games that I mean, if I if that's all I could play, I wouldn't yeah. I I mean I wouldn't be unhappy. Can I play well, mods to those games? Because then still Valve, but I, <laughs> I think we're. I don't know. See, I still haven't finished Diablo on normal, games. so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would I would go with Blizzard. There's just too many hours to sink into those games. Um, wouldn't go with EA. Oh, definitely. Wow, I revised my answer. EA. Yeah, I'd just play. Uh, I would get their new sports game every year yes. that changes one thing. And, uh, EA roster update 2013. Yes. <laughs> All right, All right Child, Child of Samurai. I want to say this one. Okay, you go. Child of Samurai. Is it tough not to cave in and buy a console for those intriguing exclusive titles? No. No. <laughs> I have all the consoles, no. so I, I don't have to worry about it. I just don't care. No, I like I really. It Although, and then how do I play Drake's Fortune? <laughs> hey, the Uncharted games are actually good. But the thing That's is, it doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't even register on my radar. There's so much good stuff on PC that yeah. I literally just don't even pay attention to any of the stuff on console. This is my last console cycle. Like, there isn't a single thing that came out of E3 that made me think I should go buy a new Nintendo. That, that would be a good idea. And I guarantee yeah. you, there will be nothing on the next Xbox or the next PlayStation I will give a crap about because I've played Halo and I've played Call, Call of Duty. Duty. I've played Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> it's gonna change. Someone else has to ask the next question. <laughs> if Dan were a PC, oh wait, this is at Jason Ellis. If Dan were a PC, would he overheat? Because fuck the fans. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. Wow. That is. That I think is he harsh. are. I think that was an, a question and an answer. Yeah, well, but that's because... the thing. Dan hates the fans so much he'd get them to blow on him, so he wouldn't know. That's true. <laughs> that's right. I might just put him to work instead. <laughs> Exploit the fans. We're into that now. <laughs> Alright, we did we did answer this a while back. That's okay. At JB, what country would you want to live in besides the US? Hmm. Mm. I think I, I would probably go somewhere like maybe Sweden or something, because it seems like they have pretty nice weather and they have just insanely fast internet. Yeah, Netherlands. Legal marijuana, legal prostitution, net neutrality. Probably Russia, so I could play Warface, the thrilling free to play. <laughs> um, I've said we have answered this before, and I'm sticking with my answer. I would want to move to Scotland, which, yes, I know is not technically a country, but well, United, in my, United Kingdom. my world is. Yes, the UK, for sure. Stuff's expensive over there. It is fucking expensive. God, I had to make a build for a UK guy this morning in on the UK PC part picker. It was so hard. Yeah, they get shafted. I did our budget build. I made a 630 pound build. Oh God, um, that's like our I had to, mid build. I had to cut. I had to cut the the hard drive down to 500 gigabytes. Cut it down to four gigs of RAM. Uh, cut the processor from like I had. I stayed with an i5. But it was like one of the ones you can't overclock. But mm. it was still better than the AMD options. Yeah. So I 
had to go with that. Like, but it was just like, oh, every everything I downgraded like hurt. I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. So, but any lower than that, and you have to go like, I mean, it just gets really bad. They get so screwed by yeah, that. I just, feel bad. They just for have a lot higher like, floor on on how to build a good a good PC. Yeah. I mean, for them. I would almost say that for like for UK guys, the floor is almost like 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, as, as bad as that is. So, this last question, this is a doozy because it was it's like such a terrifying proposition. This is from at Rowaput. <laughs> um, man. Okay. So, what would you do if you were the only person left on Earth? Then the situation is there's no no apocalypse happened. Everything is 100% how it was, except you wake up 100% alone. Jerk right. off on everything. <laughs> you know what? You know what's really funny is that would occur at some point. At <laughs> some point, I'd just be like, you well, would just think like, shit. what is the place as a child that I would never have jerked off? And then you go to that place first and you jerk off. Well, I mean, you could also do it in in the name of trying to propagate the species. Like, if anything happens to take, yeah, whole new in case in case your principal's desk is a fully working <laughs> uterus or something. <laughs> but the whole thing is, I think eventually you would die to something weird because if everyone just disappeared at once, that means like power stations and stuff are left unattended. Yeah. And like, or like eventually, reactors. like reactors would melt down. Oh, you know or what missiles you would, do. would launch. You'd or... die in a horrific car crash from driving your newly stolen Ferrari <laughs> <laughs> around a curb and just and just dying within the. Fr- I think I honestly think I honestly think the majority of the people in this world would die on the first day if they were left completely <laughs> alone. They would just they would live life so hard in one day they would literally destroy the entire human race in one day. Because the thing is, unless you like did something really stupid, it'd be really hard to die alone. Like it'd be really hard because you could just go into everyone's house and just like eat their food. Like you would never run out of food. You'd never run out of water. Like, I feel like you'd probably, if you weren't careful, you just you would die to something, something really, uh, like really innocent. Like like something I don't know like an infection or something that normally you could just oh, get yeah. cured, yeah. but mm-hmm. you would like you wouldn't know which medicine you needed. <laughs> oh, that's true. Shit, Demerol, just put it in. <laughs> oh, the first thing people would do is just own the front page of Reddit. <laughs> they would just upvote their own posts and just be like I'm on the front page of Reddit. You would you would get on the front page with your single vote. With single upvote, I know. Oh, you know it would be a crazy thriller if, like, you're left alone and then, like, on day 100 there's, like, two upvotes and you're like, whoa, what happened? There's another person. Somebody else found Reddit in this world that and no longer cut, has cut to a lion, friend. like, on the computer, just like, <laughs> just banging away at keys. That's the and thing, I'm, though. You would, if you, unless you attended to the zoos, at some point the animals would break out out of starvation well, would, wanting to find would, food. Wait, can we, can we, can we, like, just for a second, address the absurdity of the fact that you're still checking Reddit on the hundredth day of being the only person left on Earth? You never know everything on Reddit. (laughs) Never know everything. Alex has a point. That'd be a good barometer of if there was someone else alive. Yeah, now, now you, you know what uh, Alex's first film will be: him alone on the planet checking Reddit for hundred days. I, I got this great idea. I thought it up all by myself. Don't even worry about it. 
<laughs> or no, what's that? What's that place on Reddit with like the really messed up pictures? Something space sticks. That's it. You go to check space sticks, and there's a new picture. <laughs> that's when you're like, oh shit, somebody's here. I'm glad you didn't even have to hesitate. You're like space sticks. I go there all the time. <laughs> Just go there. You go with space sticks once. I went on space sticks once, and it. I couldn't look that's, away, but it was it was enough. <laughs> that is enough. All right, guys. Yeah, make sure to check us out on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the YouTubes, the Twitch. 